0: and to know that we are moving into the month of May and to know that we are positive and hopeful that things will continue to get better.
1: <laughs> you're overselling it. Remember, I'm you're just, overselling, I'm overselling
0: it. I'm overselling it to myself. We're I think, good, is what guys. we good. <laughs> Before we start today, we have some exciting news to share um, about last week. So last week, Cardinal Blaise Zupich has appointed Sally Blount as the new CEO of Catholic Charities beginning August one. Sally comes to us from the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University, where she has been both the dean and a professor, and she brings a wealth of operations and innovation experience with her, and we're excited. We are. Um, In addition to her
1: business and academic experience, Sally is a convert to Catholicism with a deep commitment to social justice, and we love that at Catholic Charities. She doesn't start until August, but we will have her on the radio show at the first opportunity, so you can hear from her directly. In the meantime, please visit our website, www.catholiccharities.net, for more information on Sally and all things Catholic
0: Charities. And today we're going to talk um, a little bit more, as we've been doing these past few weeks, talk with one of our program staff who's really on the front line of services during this pandemic. So we're going to be talking with Mary Galt, who is a staff member working at our call center, which you can imagine has been busier than ever during the pandemic. We're going to repeat this information at the end of the show, and it's also very prominent on our website. But should you need emergency assistance, you can email gethelp at or call 312-655-7700. If it's not an emergency, we encourage you to use the website to find the particular service and contact information you need. So, calls and emails received by the call center usually relate to immediate needs such as food, shelter, and financial assistance, you know, to cover a month's rent or utilities. In recent weeks, the average number of calls has been over 250 calls per day. And the seriousness of these calls, as you can imagine, has escalated a great deal. So, with us on the phone today is Mary Galt, a knowledgeable, compassionate employee at Catholic Charities who wears many hats in normal times, but now even more. And we're so glad she's here with us today. Mary works in our family stabilization
1: department and is coordinator of the food pantry and clothing room at our 721 North LaSalle location. And in recent weeks, Mary has been helping us staff the call center. And we are immensely grateful that she has taken the time from her very hectic schedule to be with us this morning and help Voice of Charity listeners learn more about what she's hearing from people on the phone who have been deeply impacted by COVID-19.
0: Welcome, Mary Galt. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited that you're here. And I, I know if you are a regular listener, you hear me say all the time that this guest is one of my favorite people at Catholic Charities, but Mary, it's true, Mary is one of my absolute favorite people at Catholic Charities because of her dedication to our clients. So Mary, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long have you been with Catholic Charities? Have you always worked with Family Stabilization? Tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah. um,
2: um, Yeah, it goes both ways, by the way. You're one of my favorite people. Thanks, Mary. I'll pay you Um, later. (laughs) so um I've been with Catholic charities for about two and a half years um, this is a second career for me um, a, uh, I was formerly uh, a flight attendant and um, once I retired from there I decided to go and uh, get get a get license as a counselor and uh, so I started with Catholic charities in 2017 and I um, and I've only worked in family stabilization services, and by the way, that's as a term some people don't really understand it. It used to be called emergency services, and that's kind of what it is, but it was renamed family stabilization to include um, just the idea that people, we encourage people to stabilize their families rather than just come for emergency services.
1: Uh Mary, thank you for that explanation. I've been here just under a year, and I have always um, wondered about family stabilization versus emergency services, and I think, you know, language matters, and I suppose we were trying to differentiate ourselves that, you know, we're not firemen and policemen in terms of those kinds of emergencies, but certainly in terms of helping families get to a place where they're not in crisis and they have their basic needs met. Um, We are absolutely all about that. And I know it's not your full-time job, but can you tell us a little more about the call center? I understand it's more than 10 years old. And um, as you said, we're there to respond to the immediate needs of callers. Tell us a little bit about what that looked like pre-COVID-19 and maybe now a little bit amidst the pandemic.
2: Yeah. um, You know, originally in normal times, we, uh, we address issues of people who need assistance with food, shelter, clothing, legal assistance, um, ut- help with their utilities, uh, mental health resources, and senior services. And um, now we, have, we are addressing all of those issues, but there is an additional um, urgency to them right now because... They don't just need that one thing. They need... People need everything now. It's not like they're just calling for their utilities. They're calling their utilities, rent, employment, um, um, medical help. Um, and, and you know, in normal times, they could come to the food pantry. We always have good answers to help them find the closest food pantry to them. But a lot of people can't get to the food pantry. Uh, there are people who are... Physically unable to get there and need to have food delivered to them. Um, there's also there when all a lot of shelters uh, had to close at times. If some if one person uh, developed the virus, they would have to close and put people and families out on the street. And so the idea of sheltering in place became kind of impossible. So these the problems that I'm hearing. Are kind of like puzzles. Every call that I had was a little bit of a puzzle. It, what we I didn't have that the answer wasn't on the list, <laughs> so um, I had to kind of figure out t- different ways to kind of approach these things. Maybe take it one step at a time, pull it apart, and wor- you know work with one one aspect of it. Um, in addition, there I were. I've never received so many calls for burial services, mm-hmm. and that's something that I would receive—oh, maybe twice a year. I would, you know, um, and and this is just something that that is, you know, all of the calls we're getting are are complicated and. There's, there's never just one piece of it.
0: I think that's really a beautiful, so smart way to describe what it is that is going on right now on the front lines with the call center and with all of you unpacking those puzzles, right? Trying to figure mm-hmm. out what it is that we can do and how we can help. And I think, you know, we're going to move into a short break here, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little more with you, Mary, about what some of those, what some of those requests are and what some of those puzzles look like for families and how staff and volunteers help assist you in this. Um, We're going to head into this little break now, but when we come back on The Voice of Charity, we'll talk more with Mary Galt.
1: With this pandemic, Catholic Charities continues to develop the most effective ways possible to respond to the needs of our clients and communities. In the past month, our call center has received 250 calls a day for emergency services. More than 450 seniors are being visited by home care aides who help them with housekeeping, groceries, and personal care. Mental health services are being provided to more than 600 people via phone and video. Our friendly, knowledgeable staff is working nonstop, so we are always ready for whoever might reach out to us next. If we can be of assistance to you, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7700. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you.
3: A census is about to take place in the United States. It only occurs every 10 years, and it's extremely important that we all participate. Hello, I am Cardinal Blaise Cupich, here to tell you that I recently signed a proclamation of support for this nationwide initiative. I signed the proclamation because I know how critical the census is to our future. The census numbers determine political representation and the allocation of billions of dollars of federal, state, and local funds. Underserved neighborhoods especially need accurate counts so they can receive their fair share of improvements in infrastructure and services. Please respond to the 2020 Census questionnaires. This is for citizens and non-citizens alike. All information is totally confidential and will not be shared with other government agencies. We all benefit from an accurate census count. Thank you for participating, and may God bless you and your families.
1: Welcome back to the Voice of Charity. This is Bridget Murphy and Marie Jokum. And we are talking with Mary Galtz who is a Catholic Charities champion and saint, I dare say, who, um, in addition to running our pantry and um, food program at 721, has been answering calls on our call center, which has seen tremendous uptick in um, traffic amidst this pandemic, as you would imagine. Um, Mary, you talked to me about a call that has stayed with me Um we understand you're hearing from folks who never imagined they might need the help of, of a place like Catholic Charities. Can you share a little bit about some of those calls?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, um, the thing about these calls, in addition to being puzzled, there so many of them are from people who have never called for help before. And um, there I, I had a, a few calls from... Uh, from gentlemen who were supporting a family, uh, working several jobs prior to COVID nineteen, and suddenly they're unable to work, um, and have never even considered how do I get help, because they you know they pretty much are committed to uh, autonomy, figuring out how to do it themselves. And I think um, at least one of these men just broke down crying, mm-hmm. saying that, he, you know, he pays his taxes, he's never been in this situation before, and he's just shamed, uh, feels very ashamed. Um, and one of, the, one of the things I appreciate about the way the phone system is set up with Catholic Charities is that I don't have any idea how many other calls are waiting I can talk to someone for as long as I need to. I know that there's 250 calls coming in that day. But to listen to these people and let them kind of talk about how it's affecting them really reduces the stress. And then, we, you know, in, in all the calls, you know, these cases, I was able to remind, remind the, the, this one gentleman, um, how 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 hard he's worked and what a life he's built, and this is something that is happening to everyone, yeah. and that it's not a failure on his part, and just to kind of get the the just the, that whole shame thing out of the way, um, and I think it's that's that's an extra that's an additional part of of what our service is 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 to be sure that these, these people are you know, treated with such dignity. It's so important, especially now. Um, and I think that uh, I really do appreciate that I, I always had the time to, to continue to talk to these folks like that.
0: That's really beautiful, Mary. And I think such an important thing for our listeners and all of us to be reminded that that even in the midst of this pandemic, that we are the Catholic charities that you are keeping at the center of the dignity of the person and how difficult it must be for someone to come in and not know how the process works and not imagine they would ever have been in this situation. And I think I think I can relate to that fully, you know, what would happen if something were to, to happen to me or my family. So I'm so glad that. You and other folks are able to answer those phone calls and be present. So that sort of segues yeah. into this next question. I know that Catholic charities has had to think on their feet quickly, and how how have we adapted to making sure every call and email is responded to as quickly as possible by the right person?
2: Well, we had some. We had a couple of uh, webinars to kind of just uh, set up the logistics of who's going to be on the phone, who's going to work on the computer. And, um, and we were given a whole lot of resources um, that we can pass along to people. Um, and the, the, having, having the resources was really uh, a necessity. But it's also, it's, I, I kind of began to think of the resources as a bit of a backup. The first thing was listening to them. And kind of wrapping my head around, okay, what is what is going on with this person, and how can we kind of unlock the cycle? Um, because most, you know, in this situation, a lot of them feel like they're in a corner and there's just no no way out. Uh, so yeah, so we were all trained on you know the resources, and they we talked every day after the after the sessions after our um, our day of answering phones just to talk about new requests that we had. How are we going to find assistance for this? Um, and, you know, one, one specific one was a, a woman who who would always come to the food pantry at 721, but now she is on oxygen, and she has a tank, and it's stable. It's not like a portable tank. And so she was, she just didn't – she's like, how do, I, how do I get food? And um, so I, I was able to – figure out how to get in contact with some of her neighbors who who would come, can come and pick it up for her. But, um, but things like that, we've had to get creative about, um, how to help these people.
0: That's incredible, Mary. And I think that creativity and innovation is something that we know that you and your colleagues are good at every day, but having to think differently, having to be able to do this over the phone, having to dive in and tap into community, I think is, is just really, um, Remarkable what you all are doing and i'm 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 grateful that you're doing it for us you really are the frontline heroes
1: absolutely and I think it's interesting how innovation in times like these often means going back to basics right because mm-hmm. we've become so sophisticated in so many ways but really when when certain things are no longer available to you it goes back to yeah can a neighbor come and pick up your your box of food or right. Um, you know can a staff member jump in a van and Mm -hmm. deliver food and and so you sort of have to look at the efficiencies differently and say well yeah that's not the most efficient way to do it but this person needs food and this is how we're going to make it happen
0: so we're going to take another quick break here but when we get back we're going to chat more with mary galt
3: We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Cupich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Cupich about how the COVID-19 epidemic is affecting just about every aspect of life in America, including how we worship. We'll talk about attending Mass online and how the church continues to reach out to help those in need. We'll also bring you stories about using modern technology to teach fire safety to our children and when losing your hair can be a good thing for others. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable Channel 25 and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network Channel 100.
1: Food pantries, home-delivered meals to seniors, evening-to-go meals for the homeless, financial assistance, counseling, and other services. These are all programs Catholic Charities has been providing for years to people in Cook and Lake Counties. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, we have worked to keep all of these programs going, never turning anyone away. The needs are urgent and they will grow, but we want you to know that we will be here as we always have been with food, housing, financial assistance, and ongoing support. Thank you to the many, many donors and partners helping us serve those most in need. We couldn't do it without you. Would you consider joining us too at this historic time? Go to catholiccharities.net to donate and to learn more about our volunteer opportunities. Thank you on behalf of all those we have the privilege to serve. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here.
0: Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum And Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with Mary Galt, who works in our Family Stabilization Program at Catholic Charities and who has been, who redeployed herself, really. She volunteered to help in our call center and has been continuing the great work of that one-on-one service with folks uh, via our call center.
1: Mary, um, right before the break, we were talking about some of the services you are hearing people need and you likened it to a a puzzle. What are what are the needs you're finding it most difficult to um, to address and connect people to services?
2: Yeah, um, the ones that the ones that were the hardest to address or to fix um, are the ones. I don't want to just give people another phone number. You know, call another food bank and see if they'll deliver, um, but There are some people, you know, senior food delivery is done, but what about people who aren't seniors, Mm. and they just can't get out of their house, or they've been ordered by their doctor to stay inside, or, you know, any number of things, Um, and I had a number of calls like that, um, and that I, um, you know, in fact, they would call back every day, and, and each day, it would be more, um, more scary to me. As though someone, somebody needs to get some food to these folks. Yeah. And um, so, um, yeah. Fortunately, I, I did speak to someone at Catholic Charities, and they took it upon themselves to get to get food to them. But uh, these are the kinds of things. There's this sense of desperation. I mean, it's it's not an emergency like what you would call nine one one. But it is kind of an emergency, and to try to help help these people, um, you know, unlock the, whatever the, the, you know, the key, find the key to unlock their problem, um, you know, yeah. it's just, I had to involve other people with it, so...
0: You know, Mary, just as listening to you talk about this and and just thinking about, you know, your normal job is quite daunting and emotionally challenging and taxing. And this must be even more so because... Right. You're you're a professional, but you're also still a person who has family and concerns about COVID-19 as well. Right. It's not you're not a a robot. So how how are you dealing with that? Um, How do you stay compassionate while still sort of setting some good emotional boundaries and taking care of yourself? How do you balance that?
2: Well, um, For well, for one thing, I've been I've been working, um, you know, from home and to, you know, to protect myself. Uh, I go in, I've gone in occasionally, but mostly I've, I've been at home, so we've been able to do that. And um, and actually, I will tell you, this really, being able to help other people rather than just worrying about myself or my family is really good medicine. <laughs> um, being able to help other people who are in in very difficult straits, uh, far more difficult than, than mine. Um, because a lot the people that, that I hear from are people that have run out of options. They, they don't have a backup plan. A lot, I mean, a lot of our normal clients, these these are the same clients. <clears throat> a lot of them are the same clients that we have on a, on a regular basis where we do rental assistance and, um, you know, food and clothing. Um, but now they 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 also don't have any way to get somewhere they don't have any uh, they physically can't carry their groceries home or they, there's just another problem that makes it impossible and, um, and and if you add that to the people that have never had to call before and are very embarrassed and you know t- uncomfortable with that it's a fl- it's a slightly diff- it's a different group Um it's there's just a little more of an. It's the same group of people, but it's a little more acute. Their needs are a little more acute, absolutely. Um, and it helps me, I'll tell you, because I am incredibly grateful for um, for being able to help people. And it always helps me to recognize the, the gifts that I have, that um, um, that I'm not, you know, that I I don't. There's no guarantees. Um, for any of us, but I, I can see that I have a lot, a lot more gifts than a lot of people, and I'm so incredibly grateful for that.
0: Now, I, I know all our listeners know why we love Mary so much, but I, I think that that's such an important thing. You hear from so many people. I know Bridget and I have heard this. I'm sure Mary has. I know, you know, people are saying, how can I help? Right. And so yeah. I think that being able to offer something to someone else during this difficult time does help us. So I will make a tiny plug here. Yeah. Go that for it. we are seeing our food pantries um, increase in some places triple in most places double number of people coming and as Mary has talked about we know that need is going to continue to increase right things are yeah. going to continue to be hard for folks so I invite people to visit our website www.catholiccharities.net and there's absolutely an opportunity to give financially but also to bring food because we are in need of that um, there are of course volunteer opportunities for those who are able to do that. But even if you're not, we, we need your help. Um, and as Mary said, it's, it's good for the soul to be able to do that.
1: It sure is. Yeah, it, Mary, it thank is. you so Absolutely. much for your time this morning. Um, you should oh, have had a long wonderful. cup of coffee with your feet up. And yes. we appreciate <laughs> you talking with us and for the oh. vital work that you and everyone on the call center are doing.
2: Happy to do it, and we're, we're very blessed to be able to do this work. I will tell
1: you that. Well, we are blessed to have you. The, the, the Marigold Fan <laughs> Club has increased tenfold this morning. It's true. <laughs> um, For anyone listening who is in need or knows someone in need, that email we mentioned at the top of the show is gethelp at net. Get help. At at catholiccharities.net. We also want to alert you to two additional phone lines that might be helpful at this time. Catholic Charities has launched a counseling line. That number is 312-948-6951. 312-948-6951. And the Archdiocese of Chicago is launching later this week a prayer line, and that number is 312-741-3388 if you'd like to call and pray with someone. And we're encouraging folks of every faith and no faith. It doesn't matter. You'll just call and chat with somebody who throws up a prayer with you.
0: Mary, you and your call center colleagues are true heroes and saints of Catholic Charities. Thank you for helping us all better understand the situations of callers and our community members and how we're able to respond. To learn more about all of Catholic Charities' programs and services, please visit catholiccharities.net. We hope everyone will join us again next Tuesday morning at 8.30 a.m. on WNDZ for The Voice of Charity. We're going to discuss the social work field tomorrow next week with two um, prominent professors in Chicago. For now, this is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy wishing you a healthy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Take care.
3: Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.